Welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, where as healthcare professionals, we create passive income online. We're trading in our scrubs for yoga pants, we're thinking outside of the box, aka the hospital, and we're figuring out how to make money online. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we are professionals, but we were raised on Tupac, so we making changes. <laughs> yep, you heard that right. Hey, I'm Brianne Bell, registered nurse, health, wellness, and passive income advocate. Join me on this journey of breaking free from the hospital and taking control of your schedule to reconnecting with what matters most in life, to surrendering and letting Jesus take the will. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be inspired to grow outside of the hospital walls and learn all kinds of different ways you can make money online. Hello and good morning. Well, as you know, I say good morning because a lot of times I am hanging out recording episodes for you. It is in the morning and today I'm actually sitting in my brother's truck in Charleston while he does the bridge run. So super proud of him for doing that. I got to ride up here with him this morning. We got up super early and it was about an hour and a half drive from my um, my hometown, which is where he lives. And so, yeah, we got to hang out this morning. And so I dropped him off and now I am waiting on him to run the 10K, which I am over the moon proud of him for doing. You guys, he has lost 100 pounds in the past 18 months. And we ran our first 5K together about, it's been about four weeks ago. It was my first 5K. It was his first 5K and it was just such a cool experience. So he is doing the 10K today solo, which I applaud him for his bravery. And I just don't really get joy out of running. So I am here to support him. And so I wanted to take advantage of this time and record a podcast episode. So thank you for being here. And so today I have for you, we're going to be talking about unhealthy coping mechanisms and how you, how you can identify those and then what you can do about those unhealthy um, things that you have been doing and how to fix that. So I know as nurses we deal with a lot of stress. Uh, there was a lot of stress before COVID and now there is even more stress. So um, you have stress at work that leads into your home life and it just kind of bleeds into every aspect of your life. So regardless of how we are experiencing stress, we have got to be able to identify if we are coping in unhealthy ways and what we can do to actually fix that. So the number one way that, and we're going to go over seven unhealthy ways that you could be coping and how to identify those. So number one is we can cope with food. And you may have heard the term before, like unhealthy or emotional eater. And so if that is you, when you don't know how to deal with your emotions and you don't know how to deal with stress, a lot of times we turn to food and that's kind of where we turn for our comfort is in food. So we overeat and a lot of times we're overeating on the wrong things 
I don't know that I've ever heard of someone overeating on carrots. So these are the unhealthy foods that we're turning to, um, which are not good for our body, and they don't they don't fix the underlying cause of our stress. And so, really identifying if you're an emotional eater is going to be very helpful for you as far as living a healthy life and as far as being healthy and turning this unhealthy habit around is being being able to identify if you are an emotional eater. So that is definitely a way that we can cope in an unhealthy way is by eating. Uh, number two is obviously alcohol and drugs. So alcohol or wine was a big coping mechanism for me when my boys were little. I like literally could not wait until five o'clock because it was just overwhelming. I was stressed out and that was like my relief was to have a glass of wine or two or three at night to relax, so to speak. But in hindsight, it was such an unhealthy way to cope because I would have two or three glasses of wine at night. And then I wake up in the morning and, you know, I mean, whether it's a full-blown hangover or you've, you know, had a glass or two or three of wine, you can feel it the next day. And so it was like this perpetual thing of like waking up and not feeling my best and, and kind of just creeping into my day. And then at night it would be like, okay, is it five o'clock yet? So let's start this cycle again. So um, really identifying if you are using alcohol or any type of drug. And I mean, that can be not necessarily anything illegal. Are you using any prescription drugs to help you cope? Like, are you coping, taking sleeping pills at night because your brain is keeping you up and you're, because you're stressed out and you're overthinking and you're worrying, are you coping with taking any kind of sleeping medication or anything like that? So that is number two looking at unhealthy ways that we can cope. Number three is going to be blaming others for your problems. And this can be a very, just a super unhealthy way to cope is that you're constantly blaming others for your situation, your circumstances, your problems. You're not owning it. You are reflecting it on someone else and blaming them. So we have to realize no matter what our situation is, um, we cannot point the finger at other people. And I know with nursing, a lot of times we want to point the finger at administration and we want to point the finger at the higher ups and say, this is the reason why this is happening. This is the reason why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. This is your fault. When in reality, we have to kind of own it. We have to own our situation and we have to know that it is our responsibility to take care of ourselves. And so if we are in a situation, if we are in a job that we hate, if we are in a job that is sucking the life out of us, it is up to us to change our circumstances. It's the same way with your health. If you are overweight, if you are unhealthy, that is on you. Your health is your responsibility alone. It is nobody else's responsibility. And so that can be your mental health. That can be your physical health. You have got to own that. So when you are pointing the finger and you are blaming other people, that is an unhealthy way to cope. You have got to own your situation. You have got to own that your health is your responsibility and know that is up to you. It's not anybody else's responsibility to take care of your health. It's yours. Number four is numbing out or oversleeping. 
So numbing out can look like continuously getting sucked into social media. So you hop on Instagram or you hop on Facebook and you scroll and you just numb out. Your mind just kind of numbs out and you just get lost in the scroll. And you're not dealing with whatever you're sitting with, whatever stress that is stressing you out. And I know a lot of us will turn to social media to quote unquote relax. But in reality, what we're doing is we're numbing out. We are escaping the moment and we are projecting our thoughts somewhere else because we don't want to have to sit with them. We don't want to have to deal with them. We don't want to be uncomfortable in those feelings. So then we just get on social media and we scroll and then that leads into comparison and that will suck the joy out of you right there is getting on social media and you're looking at Susie, your neighbor down the street that's going on this amazing Disney vacation and everything, they have everything together. Everything looks picture perfect. They got the t-shirts the whole family is wearing them and you're wondering why you can't even wash your laundry that's piled up in your bathroom. Okay, so stop getting on social media. Stop numbing out with social media. Stop comparing yourself because it's sucking the joy out of your life. This can also look like Netflix binging. So you are basically doing the same thing as you are on social media, but you are on Netflix and you're binge watching whatever show that you're into and instead of sitting with your feelings and dealing with your emotions, you're just off watching a Netflix series and just ignoring the stress that you have going on. So you've got to realize that it's okay to get on social media, but don't get sucked in. It's okay to watch Netflix, but don't continuously binge and numb out with these things. There is a healthy balance and numbing can also look like oversleeping. So if you're always wanting to sleep, if you cannot wait to take a nap, if you don't want to get out of bed in the morning, if you just want to sleep all the time on the weekends and you're looking and you're turning to sleep to escape, that's unhealthy. It's okay to rest, but you cannot try to escape your life your circumstances, any of those things by oversleeping. That's not going to fix the problem, my friend. Okay. Number five, online shopping. <laughs> so this can be an unhealthy coping mechanism. And if you think about it, with COVID, all of us were home and we started online shopping. Like we use this as a coping me mechanism. Is it benef like, are there benefits to shopping online? Yes, absolutely. Are there benefits to ordering your groceries online? Yes, it saves you time. It probably saves you money because it keeps you out of the store and it keeps you safe. You're not exposed or potentially exposed and there are benefits to it. But you have to realize if you are buying excessively online, if you are spending money that you do not have to buy things that you do not necessarily need online, then there's an issue. We can use online shopping as an unhealthy coping mechanism. And we have to realize this. If we don't have the money to spend and we're out spending it online and we're running up credit cards, that's not healthy. That is not 
a healthy way to cope with your stress, to deal with life. You have got to recognize it and you've got to fix it. You have got to do something about it. You've got to get to the root cause of the problem. Why are you doing this? Why are you spending money that you don't have to maybe impress the people that you don't even care about? Okay, you've got to get to the root of the problem. As with all of these unhealthy coping mechanisms, we have to get to the root cause of why we are doing the things that we're doing, okay? So number six is isolating yourself or say running away from your problems or avoiding the situation. And so I know we've all, at some point, we have avoided an uncomfortable situation because we didn't want to deal with it, whether that's having a hard conversation with a coworker, whether that's having a hard conversation with your mother-in-law, whether that is having a hard conversation with your spouse. We've all kind of avoided those situations. And it's no different when it comes to being in a stressful situation, whether that's at work, whether that's in your home life or whatever it is, we have all been in situations that we have tried to avoid. And in a sense, we are running away from our problems, but we all know that we cannot run away from our problems. We can continuously move and it still doesn't fix the problem. You end up bringing the problem with you even when you move because your location does not change the root problem. You've got to get to the root cause of why you are wanting to avoid, why you're wanting to isolate yourself, why you're wanting to run away. You have got to deal with the root issue. You've got to have that hard conversation. You've got to get uncomfortable and to a lot of times in this situation, you have got to be vulnerable and we don't like to be vulnerable because that makes us uncomfortable, but you've got to get to the root cause of that problem and you cannot run away from your problems. That does not make them go away. All right, so number seven is worrying as a means of self-defense. So I know that we all worry on some level, especially if you're a parent. We worry about all the things that could happen to our kids, right? We worry about, are they going to get exposed? Are they going to get sick? Am I doing the right thing as a parent? Am I messing my child up? Am I doing something to screw them up in their childhood that's going to infect them? in their adulthood. We think about these things and we worry about these things all the time. When it becomes unhealthy is when you're consumed by it. So if you're overthinking and that overthinking leads to worrying too much, okay, you're trying to protect yourself or your your kids from something that you fear. And so we all know that fear can consume us, especially during this pandemic and especially the way that the media has been portraying a lot of the stuff surrounding COVID and the entire pandemic, we have been almost consumed by fear. So you become consumed and you're distracted by this fear that you have. So fear is a feeling, you guys. And because you feel so out of control in that moment and you don't know how to handle what you're feeling right now in the current situation, you project it into the future and you project a desire to control the future and control the imagined circumstance. And so this becomes a vicious cycle of your worrying as a means of self-defense right now. And you're trying to cope in the moment with all of the stress that you're feeling with projecting 
the future and trying to control the outcome and trying to control future circumstances. Okay, worrying is your mind's way of preparing for something down the line. So in the future, you're trying to control the outcome. You're trying to control the situation. And you guys, if you continuously focus on things that are out of your control, it will drive you crazy. You will literally be insane if you continue to try to control things that are out of your control. So this can become an unhealthy means of coping is worrying and just being fearful about what the future holds and projecting that onto the future and trying to control that. So now that we've gone over the seven unhealthy coping mechanisms, what do we do to prevent them? What do we do to change them? How do we fix this? If we recognized some of those things that we are using to deal with stress, and that can be stress at work, that can be stress in your home life, that can just be a generalized way that you cope. How do we fix it? And we fix it with our habits. So our habits, they're kind of our life rules. This is how we how we live our life is by habits. And so a lot of these habits are ingrained in us, like waking up and brushing our teeth. That is a habit that we have done for pretty much our entire life. And it is a good habit, right? Good oral hygiene is good. It's healthy. It's a great habit to have. But we can also have unhealthy habits as well. And so you have to look at your routine as we're thinking about habits and as we're thinking about how we can fix these coping, these ways that we cope in unhealthy ways, we have got to look at our routine and we've got to look at our habits. So our routine is everything that we do. It does something to us. Okay. That could be something good. That could be something bad, or it could be neutral. But whatever it is, it's making you a certain kind of person. So if you, if you look at, say, overeating or emotionally eating as a way to cope, that is making you into a type of person, into a certain person. So our habits and our routines, they create who we are. So I want you to kind of reflect and say, okay, who is it that I want to be? Do you want to be someone who copes in healthy ways, that feels healthy, that is able to do things with their kids, whether that's go outside and play in the yard or whatever that looks like for you? Are you living in alignment with who you want to be? What do you want most out of life? Are your habits reflecting that? And a lot of the times they're not. And so that's why we have to self-reflect and we've got to first be aware of some of the ways that we may be coping in an unhealthy way. So we've got to do some self-reflection here. We've got to recognize, okay, yes, I'm drinking way too much wine at night. And okay, now I recognize the problem. And now I have to say, okay, the problem is, is a habit, and now I have to break this bad habit that I have of drinking wine every single night to cope with the stress of my kids. And so what do I do about it? Okay, first I recognize it, and then I have to look at it and say, okay, what can I do to 
break this bad habit. So for me, it was, I stopped buying wine. Wow. (laughs) Like that's not rocket science, right? Like if you don't have wine in the house, you can't drink it. And so if I didn't have it in the house, I was in the habit of fixing dinner at night and pouring a glass of wine. But if I don't have it at home, then I can't pour the glass of wine. So I stopped buying wine. And so that broke the habit. And now I don't even think about it. Like before it was like, I would think about, okay, is it five o'clock yet? Can I get the wine glass out of the pantry and pour a glass of wine? Because five o'clock was my hour. So can I pour a glass of wine, have a glass of wine before I start fixing dinner and then have a glass of wine while I'm fixing dinner. And then I have a glass of wine with dinner. And so now if I just don't have the wine, then I don't drink the wine. (laughs) Okay. So it's the same thing for you. Maybe it's you are eating ice cream at night and that's your way of dealing with your emotions and dealing with your stress of a hard day is that you look forward to having ice cream at night. We all know that having a bowl or two of ice cream at night is not healthy for us. So what can we do to break that habit? We stop buying the ice cream. Stop putting it in the house. Stop letting yourself be tempted by what you're buying to put in your house. So stop buying it. If it's not there, you're not going to eat it. You're not going to get in the car and go drive to Dairy Queen at nine o'clock at night. You're just not going to do it. It's not going to be worth it. But it's if, if it's in your freezer and you've got a bowl and you've got a spoon, you're going to pull it out and you're going to fix yourself a bowl. Okay. Same thing with me. If I have the wine in the house, I'm going to drink it. I recognize that. So now I just don't buy the wine. And so what is that for you? Are you blaming others for things that are going on in your life? Are you looking at that as an unhealthy way or a way to cope? We have to recognize that that is unhealthy. You can't blame other people. You have to take responsibility for your situation. If your situation is not ideal, you have the power as a human to change your situation. It may be hard. It may be uncomfortable. It may be like the hardest thing you've ever had to do in your life, but you can do it. You have the choice to change your situation. So recognize what are the habits. Are we in the habit of blaming other people? We've got to do something to break the habit. Maybe that's today, right now, owning your situation and owning that you were the one that is responsible for changing that. And so what is that habit? Are we in a habit of constantly worrying about the future? Are we in a habit of constantly living in fear about the unknown? So what is that? What is that habit? Recognize it. And then we have to figure out how to fix it. And we have to break the routine of that. And a lot of Unhealthy habits can be replaced with healthy habits. So if you've been avoiding a situation, if you've been isolating yourself, if you've been trying to run away from a problem, how can we fix that? That's a bad habit. So now let's replace it with a good habit. Maybe that is instead of isolating myself, I am going to, I'm going to move my body. I'm going to stimulate the natural endorphins in my brain, the happy hormones, and I am going to pray about this. I'm going to pray over it. I'm going to walk and I'm going to pray about this. Lord, please give me the strength. I have a hard conversation that I need to address with my husband. Please give me the words to speak. I cannot do this on my own. I've been avoiding it and I need your help. Please help me in this situation. Bring me peace. Bring me comfort to be able to address whatever it is that's going on in your life. 
okay? You have got to take these bad habits and replace them with good habits. And I know it seems so simple, right? It's like, don't buy the wine and then you can't drink it. It seems so simple. But we have to realize that a lot of things in life are simple, but it takes first is acknowledging. Think about these 12-step programs. The first step is recognizing that you have a problem. So you have to identify that. And that's what so many things in our life, we have to identify the problem. It's even with, I mean, as your, your medical trained mind, I want you to think about, okay, let's think about the big problem here and get to the root cause of the problem. So someone comes in and they have high cholesterol. Let's get to the root cause of the problem. Let's figure out, okay, why do you have high cholesterol? Well, we get high cholesterol because of the foods that we eat. We're eating unhealthy foods that is causing our body to produce cholesterol that is reflecting negatively on our health. So the answer is not, let's prescribe you a statin drug. The answer is getting to the root cause of the problem, which is let's change the way you eat. If you change the way you eat, you can positively impact your cholesterol. You can get rid of the high cholesterol. You can prevent it. You can treat it with changing the habit of the way you eat. All right, so we cannot look at this unhealthy way that we cope and look for quick fixes because quick fixes are often going to lead to other problems just like pharmaceuticals are often going to lead to other problems they're going to lead to other side effects we have to get to the root cause of our problem we have got to get to root cause of why we are behaving the way that we are and so if you can relate that to a medical diagnosis of high cholesterol and look at it, there are no quick fixes. Just like there are no quick fixes with medical care. We can prescribe all the pharmaceuticals that we want, but at the end of the day, if we don't get to the root cause of the problem, we're still gonna have that problem, and now you're gonna have all of these other side effects. So you're not necessarily curing the high cholesterol, you're giving a pill for it, and now you're adding multiple side effects. So it's the same thing with these unhealthy coping mechanisms. If you don't treat the root cause of the problem and you just put a band-aid on it, you're gonna have all of these other problems too. So why not self-reflect, figure out why you behave the way that you do and break the cycle, break the habit, create a new routine. And it can be something so simple, really simple, you guys, but you first have got to recognize that there is a problem, okay? So I wanna encourage you, If you are stressed out, if you are feeling like you have been coping in any of these ways that we discussed today, I want you to self-reflect. How do you cope? And I want you to first identify it, and then I want you to think of ways that you can create a healthier habit. Is that getting outside and moving your body? Is that praying? Is that having a hard conversation? Is that self-reflecting and stop, stopping blaming others? Is that breaking the habit of shopping online? Delete Amazon app off your phone. For goodness sakes, do something to break the cycle. Do something to break the routine. Are you isolating yourself? Start having hard conversations. Are you binging and numbing out on Netflix? Take a social media detox. Delete Instagram off your phone. Unplug Netflix. Take a break. 
do a detox from this. Break the cycle. Are you worrying and are you constantly living in fear? Look up scripture about fear, okay? Lean into, surrender all of this stuff. Maybe that's what it looks like for you is surrendering and saying, I cannot bear this weight anymore. I am stressed out constantly. I am living in fear and I can't do this anymore. Surrender it. You are not meant to carry the weight of this world. Surrender it. Stop focusing on things that are out of your control because it is going to do nothing but cause you more stress. Surrender it. So what does that look like for you? How do you cope? Figure out how to replace those unhealthy coping mechanisms with healthy habits and make those habits the rule of your life. Create a morning routine. Create time with God. Create time for prayer. Read your Bible. Read a devotional. Read scripture. Go outside. Go for a walk. Eat healthy foods that bless your body. Own your circumstances. Stop online shopping. Get in community with other people. Stop isolating yourself. Stop living in fear. Surrender. What does that look like for you? You guys, we have got to be intentional about living healthy. And when I say living healthy, I don't just mean about the foods that we eat. We have to live healthy in a mental aspect. We have got to live healthy spiritually. And we have to find some kind of balance with this. We cannot live a healthy life and be joyful. We have got to take control of our circumstances. We have got to take control of our life. And we have got to recognize and self-reflect that we cannot sustain a life of constantly being stressed out. And we cannot live in our healthiest alignment with who God has placed us on this earth to be if we are coping in unhealthy ways. So I want you to really reflect on that. What is your deepest desire? Like, what do you want most out of life? And look at the habits. Like, look at your habits and think about, are your habits getting you there? You were uniquely designed. You were created for a specific purpose. And if we are unhealthy and we feel constantly stressed out, there is no way that you can step into your purpose of who God placed you on this earth to be. So if nothing else motivates you, let that motivate you. If you can't do it yourself, lean into the one that can because you were created for a purpose. And so if you can lean into that and you can start to focus on getting healthier mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, let that be your focus to do it for no other reason than to step into who God has made you to be. Someone out there is counting on you to get healthy, to step into your purpose. Someone out there is counting on you. And so use that as your motivator to get healthy, to start replacing your bad habits with good habits. Let that motivate you. And if you need help in figuring out what your purpose is, if you say, okay, I'm ready to replace these old habits with good habits, and you want to figure out what is my purpose. You were called to nursing, and you love what you do, but you're 
finding that your circumstance, the situation that you are in right now at work is freaking toxic and you need to do something about it and you really desire, you have something on your heart, you know that you were made for more, you know that God has placed you on this earth for a purpose and you're ready to figure that out and what that looks like, go check out the show notes. I've talked about this in episode after episode. Get clarity on what you are called to do. Once you can get clarity on that, you can step into your purpose and you can align that with who you were meant to be. You can align your habits, your gifts, your skills with who you're created to be. And you can get in alignment with that person that God has created you to be. And you can use your healthy habits to then step into serving others, helping others, and doing what you are meant to do. You can wake up every morning And know that you are walking in your purpose, that you have clarity, that you are living the life that God has called you to live. So go check it out. It's called Clarify Your Calling for a Purpose. There is a four-step framework that walks you through exactly how to figure out what it is that you are supposed to be doing. Get healthy, my friends. Live a life that you are called to live. Get the most out of life. What do you want out of life? What are your deepest desires? Start creating the habits. Start creating the routine and step into your purpose. Step into who God has called you to be. And life becomes so much more meaningful when you can reflect and step into that purpose. When you have 100% clarity that you are showing up every day for a specific purpose to serve, to make an impact, you live in alignment, my friends. So I encourage you today to get healthy, to focus on living a healthy lifestyle, to stop coping in unhealthy ways, stop using these unhealthy coping mechanisms to just get by. I want you to thrive, my friend. You are here to shine the light, to be the light, to be the salt of the earth, and to live a life of abundance and to live in peace. You're not made to live stressed out. You're not made to live unhealthy. You have got to get healthy. And that is a healthy mindset. That is a healthy physical body. That is a healthy spiritual relationship. And that is who you're called to be. When you get in alignment with that, that is who you're meant to be. You can tap into your purpose and you can know why you have been placed on this earth. I am going to leave you with that, my friend. I'm going to get off my soapbox about living a healthy life, but this is super important. And it really just starts with taking a moment to self-reflect and realize and acknowledge that you have been maybe using some of these unhealthy ways to cope. So I encourage you to live a healthy life. And as always, know that I'm praying for you and that you are on my heart and that I am here for you. If you want to reach out, please reach out, email me. You can pop over in the Facebook group, or if you haven't, you can leave me a review on Apple iTunes. Just scroll down past all of the episodes and you'll see write a review. 
I would love that. Um, that actually helps the show grow and it um, just lights my heart up when you leave a review because that just lets me know that I am making an impact, that I am walking in my calling and that it is making a difference in your life. So if you would, um, I would greatly appreciate that. If you could just leave a written review, just know that it is really appreciated and that um, I um, am so thankful for that. So thank you so much, guys, for showing up, for investing in yourself today, to listening to this podcast, to just taking the time to invest in yourself. Know that I applaud you for that and that you are going to, to do amazing things, my friend. Thank you so much for showing up and for listening to the podcast and for showing up for yourself. I believe in you and I love you. Have an amazing day. I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick, before you go, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure you go over to Apple iTunes and hit subscribe. This way you'll get notified when all of the new episodes air. And if you've been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, or you just want to say thank you, be sure to take a screenshot and share it over on the gram, post it up in your stories and tag me at Brianne, it's B-R-I-A-N-N-E underscore Bell, B-E-L-L. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you guys. Until next time. If you like my mom's podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review.